0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our featured guest today is Cheryl Clem. She is principal at Human Capital Partners. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live exclusively on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we do encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. The show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, S&H Rubber, Succession strategies, tone software, and UPS protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision making skills. Cheryl, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. It's a privilege to be here.
1: It's fun to have you here. Let's start real simply. Tell our audience a little bit about your professional path, your background. How did you get to this point in your career, where you're principal at Human Capital Partners?
2: Yeah, good question. Thank you. Um, my career goes back about 25 years, and uh, I have a history in learning and development, organizational development, and human resources for a lot of different companies, a lot of different industries, and. And um, about mid-2000s, I was with a an organization that was here in Orange County that was a small to, um, I would say, mid-sized company who was growing very rapidly. And then, like many other small to mid-sized businesses, 2008, 2009 rolled around, and uh, they had to really look at their business model and reorganize what they were going to do to adjust to the new normal Mm -hmm. in this economy. And one aspect of that was human resources, and so it became my responsibility, I was a member of the executive team, to look at different solutions for this company for outsourcing Human resources.
1: Okay, um, that has been many middle market firms choose to outsource their hum, their human resources yes, functions. Yes, they do, and, and it's very common, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a good business practice for many of their firms because they get. Highly skilled professionals who they probably couldn't afford full time, Mm -hmm. but do the work on a part time basis. Right, right. And so, how did that lead you to Human Capital Partners then?
2: Yeah, um, but but what I found when I went out looking around is um, the particular company that I worked for had just an excellent brand. They had wonderful employees who loved to be there. They had a very visionary CEO. They were a great company to work for. And what I found when I looked to outsource the human resources function is really a couple of different options. One was a PEO option. You may or may not have heard of that, but it's a professional employer organization. Okay. And really that model of leasing back employees and, and the employees getting a paycheck with, with a company name on it other than the company they work they for. They go to work for
1: every day. Yeah, yeah.
2: It just didn't fit with who they were as a, okay. as a company and their brand. And then the other thing I found was a lot of payroll companies or benefits companies who Really had adjunct HR services.
3: Yeah,
1: probably an easy way to add some incremental right. revenue to their core business.
2: Mm-hmm, exactly, and so. But what we were looking for, I couldn't find. We wow. were looking for a very HR savvy, high level involvement and infrastructure and solutions provided by a very high-level source, and we didn't want to outsource to a PEO. We didn't want to outsource to an organization where employees had to dial an 800 number if they had questions. And so we started to think through what it would look like to retain me inside that company and provide the same high level of services with 25 years of experience and the expertise that I brought and knowing the employees, the organization, having served on the executive committee, really looking at and knowing the business and how those people integrate into the business, not just having HR outsourced and having the right forms and having an administrative right. person. Yeah,
1: and that's basically an administrative function. It's right. not a management function right. or a career development or anything. I, it, I understand. So exactly. So this, was this like an entrepreneurship opportunity for you then? I it, mean. it
2: became that. What I started to do was um, really do some research on my end. And what I found out through the, um, the U.S. Census Bureau is that there were 88,000 small to mid-sized companies in Orange County in 2012. Wow. And of those businesses, what I found are that uh, 71,000 of them had employees fewer than 100, and many of them had employees fewer than 20. And I thought, oh my goodness, that's a huge part of the Orange County economy, and what choices do they have in terms of bringing someone in to manage their human capital? And I hate the term human resources, by the way. I just view you source resources as something you use okay, and capital is something you value. Oh, okay. So the the thought was, how do we help small, mid-sized companies really value and uh, and prepare for the best utilization of their human capital, because human capital brings business capital and business capital brings investor capital.
1: Nice. Well, I my experience having worked for Fortune 100 companies and work with now uh, middle lower middle market firms, employees are categorically, in my opinion, they're more valued in small and middle-sized companies than they are in large corporations. Mm-hmm.
2: That can be that can be true there's a,
1: more of a personal relationship between mm-hmm. the employer and the employee and the the CEO generally knows everybody on her team it's it's not like working for an organization that has 20,000 40,000 employees around the world right but it's just a different fundamental relationship so being able to help them optimize and improve the performance of their human capital is a huge probably benefit so how did this research and work lead to human capital partners?
2: Well, I started reaching out to other companies that I knew of that didn't have a full-time human resources person on their staff.
1: Which I would think most of these companies are less than 20 employees.
2: Most of the companies are. And, Maybe and, even with
1: 100, they probably don't.
2: Right. Maybe. And and usually, the, the kind of the tipping point is 50, Five and oh. so okay. uh, the tipping point to bring someone yeah, in. Yeah. But then at that level, what they're able to get... and. and And I don't mean to minimize the role of an HR generalist, but really what those companies can afford is a high-level office manager or HR generalist, that's what they can afford realistically in their budget.
1: They do the things that have to be done. Exactly. And that may be all-consuming to their job, right? Correct. (laughs) I mean, there may be enough time and paperwork just getting things right that you don't have the time to do some of the other things to really invest in the capital. Right. Okay. Okay.
2: I found uh, another organization that was actually on a tremendous growth spurt. They were 35 employees. They wanted to grow very, very rapidly to 100. Uh, The connection was made through a referral. They had an internal person who was a high-level office manager who had taken an HR class they wanted to hand her these responsibilities, but they weren't sure that she had the knowledge and expertise to help them grow as rapidly as they needed to, or that she um, knew what needed to be put in place to be able to to do that. So uh, we became a hybrid solution for them, and I worked with her, and really our model is to work with the organization in any format that works for them as a hybrid solution to provide whatever they need.
0: So
1: were you a standalone entrepreneur at that point? I was. You found your second client? I was my second
2: client. And uh, and so that formed the basis of Human Capital Partners. And I just started thinking about all of the companies that needed a higher level of expertise than what they were getting. Probably didn't even know what they didn't know. Exactly. That they had risks and kind of holes in their infrastructure that they didn't even know needed to be filled. Yeah, uh,
1: and they only find out about it when something happens that causes them to realize they were not compliant. Right, right. exactly. And that's the wrong time. Exactly. Right? That's the very yes. wrong time.
2: That's when it's very costly.
1: I'm talking with Cheryl Clem. She is principal at Human Capital Partners. We're going to take our first commercial break, if you don't mind. We'll be back. We're going to talk. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, because we have much more to talk about in this uh, in this area of developing your human capital for lower middle market firms so stay tuned we'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors
4: can we talk about your family business you know that thing you put your whole life's blood sweat and tears into well what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children at succession strategies we can help you find the answers we'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come so ask yourself just one question can i really afford to wait take the first step Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com.
3: You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months, or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia, that's my cell, 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call.
1: Welcome back to this edition of Critical Ass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Cheryl Clem, principal at Human Capital Partners, is our featured guest on today's program. I want to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 16,000 shows during the last 30 days. And we heard at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on OC octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, spreaker.com hundreds of business websites where the past guests have posted the show on their website to be listened to by their community and other business-oriented podcasting services all right cheryl let's talk a little bit more about this idea of outsourcing human resources to take care of your human capital the kind of work that you do to help middle market companies so the listeners on our show are CEOs running two million to Mm -hmm. roughly a hundred million dollar companies. They probably fit in that headcount that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. on the show. So when they come to you, What typically are you able to do? What are you able to help them?
2: Well, the very first thing we do is we do an assessment for them and we take a look at what they have now, what's working, what's not, where the needs are, and then we custom build a solution for them to provide what they need in terms of their human resources infrastructure. And we really look at it in terms of the life cycle of that employee. What is it like to join that organization? Is everything in place? Um, Everything as simple as the paperwork on the first day when they arrive to, uh, to how they're greeted and managed to then handing them off to do their job to their supervisor and then looking at them through the life cycle of performance management. We help supervisors, we help CEOs and managers with a performance evaluation process, and we handle any issues that come up. So if there's a corrective action issue, if they need to um, terminate an employee, they check with us us before doing that so that we can guide them through that process so that it's done not only in a way that mitigates their risk, but in a way that protects their brand and their organization.
1: Those are all very important things. You said something as simple as the first day on the job, and and it's not only smaller companies, larger companies can do this as well. It's almost like they didn't know you were coming Mm -hmm. when you show up for the first day. It
2: can happen. And it
1: really feels awkward for the person when there, when it isn't clearly laid out what we're going to do with you on your first day on the job.
2: Right, right. And then they're thinking, what kind of organization have I joined?
1: Yeah, did I make a mistake? Yeah. yeah they don't even have a desk yet for me. And if they have a desk, they don't have a phone. Mm-hmm. And you know, if they have a phone, I can't, you know, I don't know, there's not a directory. and mm-hmm. Right. It's getting off on the wrong foot. Right. Because you spent right. so much time and energy to select that person. That first day should almost, I my mind, be a celebration.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And not only time and energy, but money. Money. And it's all about money. And you have to make sure that you maximize everything that you do and uh, that you're doing things in the most cost-effective way, and that involves your people and every step along the way. It's about people and about process.
1: So you're working with a number of different similarly sized companies in very different industries. Are you ever able to bring kind of best practices or maybe even different way of doing things that you've seen other companies do to help your clients Mm -hmm. maybe because a lot of times they don't know what other people, they only know what they know.
2: Right. Yes, not only not only current clients, but also 25-year history of clients. And looking through both eyes, looking through the person sitting on the executive team, having to make business decisions and how to change your business model so that you can make it in this economy, as well as through the eyes of the employee. So have been fortunate to have that experience, to really look from those two perspectives right. in the work that we do.
1: So how does or how has the affordable care act or has the affordable care act caused you to have to either create new offerings or Educate your clients? Or how, how does that affect your business?
2: Yeah, all, all of the above. So benefits are handled in a couple of different ways. Like I said, one uh, solution that some small, mid-sized companies uh, select is a benefits organization. But as I mentioned, HR is really an adjunct. Mm-hmm. And many, many companies already have their benefits in place. And those that don't need help putting them in place. So I have the great privilege to interface with a few different brokers here in Orange County that are exceptional at what they do make sure that I'm looking after the employer's best interest and so when they select a benefits plan I know they're working with a good qualified broker and between that broker and myself we do educate on all of the new laws and rules and things that are upcoming that employers need to be aware of.
1: It seems to me that it has for the past few months, it has died down in the small business community, the un- understanding of what the Affordable Care Act, but we're coming back up on enrollment season. Mm-hmm. Yes, it uh, is. We're all back again. So we're going to all be reminded that there's a different world now, another year under our belt as far as learning how to administer the program. It's been questions both from the owner or the CEO, but it's also from the employees.
2: Absolutely.
1: Some of the questions require a deep knowledge of the of the options available. Yes. Right. So having a, someone like you who has relationships with very good providers who can clear out the confusion is probably invaluable to your clients, I would think.
2: Absolutely. And not only that, but um, they have the benefit of having someone like Human Capital Partners. And we're, in essence, Switzerland on this issue. We're not trying to sell benefits. Right. And we don't get a kickback from benefits. We just are really trying to find the best solution and make sure that they are well-educated about uh, a huge expense on their uh, cost center.
1: But an important employee program. Very. Health, health benefits are important for your employee population.
2: Absolutely.
1: Um, regardless of your philosophy on how they should be administered, at the end of the day, you want a healthy and happy workforce. Absolutely. And medical benefits can lead to that mm-hmm. if properly offered it's, and funded.
2: It, absolutely. It's one of many, many things that companies need to look at in terms of having a great place to work and um, making recruitment easy because people know about you and they know your company and they want to come work for you because you offer great things to your employees okay so
1: you said the word recruitment which makes me want to think or at least ask you in your role working with your clients you are helping them from the whole life cycle lifetime of of an employee Mm -hmm. starting with hiring what's your role in your growing companies where they're looking to add people how does your firm human capital partners interface with
2: that? We've done it in two different ways. Well, actually three different ways. One is sometimes I go into an organization, they have very good recruiters that know their organization well that they've been working with for some time. And again, we're an interface with that person to make sure that the recruiter is working on the client's behalf. And so that's one way we've worked with um, organizations. And I hope I don't bend some people out of shape here, but as an HR person for many, many years, the old recruitment model is something that is absolutely unaffordable for small to mid sized companies. Okay. And they're just huge fees. And it's very. You mean very, when you're
1: paying me a percentage of the person's salary correct. and all that other yes, stuff? Yes, yes. You're not even talking about retained search. You're just talking, right? About, okay,
2: right. Contingent right. and retained, right. and sometimes that is the best option. And there is absolutely a place for those people. And I have a lot of good friends that are recruiters, and and um, there's a place for that. But yeah, there's so do I. also. <laughs> <laughs> and, but there's also um, there's also a place for a different model where mm-hmm. someone is recruiting on your behalf without the fee. You're being paid for your time, and certainly uh, know what position you're looking for. You can help on the we've helped on the interviewing end and postings and screenings and all of that.
1: Are you helping your clients really determine what they need? Because m- my experience many times with smaller of the lower middle market companies mm-hmm. is. If they have either a growth opportunity, they usually have a better idea of what they need. If they have a replacement opportunity, many times it's just, get me another person to do whatever that person was doing. And sometimes that's not the right thing to do. It's an opportunity to question that position. Do you ever help your clients sort of... Look at that job description. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. We look at the staffing model and the position and we ask what is that person going to do day to day? How do they contribute to your organization? What does this look like? How much does it cost? We help them look through all of that to make sure that they're not just uh, doing what I call pulse hiring. Make sure, you know, if somebody has a pulse, you can hire them or right. just trying to throw a body at a business um, issue when maybe it's not. A person issue and they don't need a person in the overhead, mm. but maybe they need to change their processes or they need to automate or they need to do something different to get the end result that they're looking for without adding payroll
1: again if you have 25 employees and one of your people leave that's a significant percentage of your total workforce Absolutely. It's, it's not easy to spread that work and so there is this rush to to fill it sure oh it can't be that That's can't be empty for especially if it's in a critical function like accounting or some other area of the business that's kind of on a cadence of monthly work that has to be done right So sometimes it's just a knee-jerk reaction.
2: Right. right? Oftentimes it's a knee.
1: Oftentimes, yeah. Because many middle market smaller companies aren't used to turnover because with the economy being what it was for the past few years, people weren't leaving. If you had a job, Mm -hmm. it was risky to give that job up for the greener pastures. I'm starting to see within the past six months, maybe since it started this year, um, more attrition is happening. People Mm -hmm. are feeling more comfortable and confident that leaving might be the right decision. I Mm -hmm. think some of my... Clients, middle market CEOs have sort of lost that skill of replacing people because they really haven't had to deal with it. They were sort of in the driver's seat.
2: Well, and they don't have the time or the expertise. So they're really the wrong people to be doing that. They should be spending their time focused on their business, not focused on did we get the ad posted on whatever website and and or how we reached out to. Like I said, there are many good recruiters and some of my clients work with those and and we build good, solid relationships with those recruiters so that we're getting the right people through the door.
1: Yeah, see, just the depth of this conversation I find sometimes is challenging for business owners because they don't hire frequently and so when they go back, they sort of only remember what they remember from the last time and they're not experts in how the field has changed and what the new technology is and maybe these other newer more modern hiring practices. So mm-hmm. How involved is your company, say, on a day-to-day basis with your clients? I'm sure every client's different. I mean, all of us have that client that calls you more than most, right? Right, right. So we'll put those people to the side. We all love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally speaking, what's the level of relationship that Human Capital Partners develops with its clients?
2: Well, we try to do a few things. Number one, we try to go into the organization on a regular basis so that people have our faces, our names, and we're not just this ghost in the background that's doing all of these things. Uh, we We bring things to people. We have lunch with people. We very much believe in relationship. And so I would say that's first and foremost. Like you mentioned, some clients call more frequently or email more frequently the beauty of technology is that a lot can be done very quickly behind the scenes. Clients love that. They can text. They can call. They can email. They can whatever and right. just get answers that they need quickly or hand off something quickly or get a two-minute answer to something that they don't want to spend more time you know, looking up the answer to.
1: Right. And so uh, tell me again, Cheryl, your firm is located in?
2: We're in Tribuco Canyon.
1: Okay. And your service area, you have clients in Southern California? You
2: know, I actually, um, for whatever reason, I got a lot of referrals to Northern California. So oh, wow. for a period of time, I actually spent quite a bit of time up in Northern California. But we really are trying to focus on Southern California. Well, there's uh,
1: 88,000. <laughs> uh, the just, numbers would suggest that's Orange County. Right.
2: right that's just Orange <laughs> County. That's not even L.A. County. and yeah. so Or the
1: Inland Empire. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's hot out there in the Inland Empire. Yes, but, it is, yeah, especially okay.
2: today. Yeah, I can only imagine
1: places like Corona and further east. Woo-hoo! We're talking with Cheryl Clem. She's the principal of Human Capital Partners. We're going to take our second commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Cheryl has agreed to stay with us for one more segment. So let's uh, let's explore other topics relative to managing your human capital. After these words from our sponsors. Mm-hmm.
5: If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, strategic plans and tactical goals and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO Peer Groups. CEO Peer Groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business.
4: SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, puna nitrile, and Viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS ninety one hundred approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your sealing solution.
1: Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, Cheryl Clem, who is principal at Human Capital Partners as our featured guest today. Did you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests? If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio shows is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. And with our unique prospect engagement program, we will deliver up to 23 warm prospects to each of our advertisers each year. If you'd like to learn more about this exclusive program, then contact Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. 6-1. I would ask that you not call her for the next 20 minutes because she's sitting here in the studio with us and it would be disruptive to the radio show if her phone started blowing up because you want to advertise. But definitely call her in 20 minutes. She's very anxious to speak with each and every one of you. Okay, Cheryl, uh, we've got about six minutes left here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Do you see what you're doing as the wave of the future for middle market companies? and hiring experts who are their partners for managing their human capital?
2: I do. I think that, you know, the vision that I have is really even goes much beyond that business. Oh, really? It, it really if we can impact these businesses to make sure that they have sound HR infrastructure that their people feel well received, well cared for, well managed and like i said even at exit if they if they exit well then we create really solid small to mid-sized businesses which impacts the economy in a huge way. We have to provide something for these businesses so they are not spending their own time, energy and money on human resources, and you have to bring in an expert that knows how to do that, and I wholly believe that it should be a human resources professional, and that human capital should be the the emphasis and the focus, not an adjunct.
1: Okay, because I, I completely agree with you, because I also think it's a, it's a foundational requirement for future growth. If you don't have this figured out when you have 25, 50, 75 employees, when you have 250, you're in deep trouble. Right. Because you right. can't ad hoc that. Right. right. It's just you need to have disciplined best practices, and when you can't afford to do it full time, it is I always say hire the best uh, consultants and partners you can, advisors you can afford, mm-hmm. and have them do the work. And you will learn so much more from them because you only get what you need from them, but yet they know so much more. They can solve problems you can't even anticipate.
2: Right. Well, and I've had a couple of clients in different situations. One was really looking to position themselves to be bought, and so strategically for them, through the due diligence process, they knew that someone was going to come in and look at their human resources practice and uh, what was put in place, and what kind of employees did they have, and what infrastructure was there, and it helped them to achieve their larger goal.
1: Well, that's a, that's a great. Yeah.
2: And I have another client who they have a, um, a provider that wants to supply them with their product, but they were looking at the company saying, if we supply you with our product, can you really get it out there? Can mm-hmm. you implement it? And so, again, they came in and looked at the human resources infrastructure of that business before they gave them business.
1: Wow. So there, there are un- unintended or intended consequences of being a well-run shop to outside investors and clients and it goes in many different ways and i think if for nothing else it takes some of the dysfunction out of a business we in the ceo peer groups that i lead we use a book by james fisher called navigating the growth curve and it was a multi-year study of 650 companies with 500 employees or less and he was looking for traits that cause companies to be able to successfully grow Mm-hmm. And w- one of the things that they found in their research is the number one determinant of complexity in a business are, is the number of people that you employ not the industry you're in or whatever but the key determinant of how complex the job is for the CEO is how many people you have in your company right and, and you know we started to explore that concept and it, it really makes sense because it's the most complex thing thing you add to your company is another human being
2: they absolutely and they're not quite as easy as just the product that you sell or the service that you provide uh they're they're human beings and they're very complex
1: and they bring with them a lot of things that you either are positive that are good or are traits that you and, and when we talk about culture one of the key things that within our peer groups that we recognize is the culture begins with hire, the hiring process.
2: Absolutely. And it begins with leadership and it begins right. with the commitment and the understanding of, in my belief, human capital mm-hmm. and treating human capital as capital. Everybody wants to protect their investor capital and their business capital. And the biggest item on your your um is payroll right and you need to protect that capital right.
1: your people are not fungible you can't just go uh, we'll just replace They're them not. with somebody else who's about the same height and skill set and right they'll just, right they'll do the same kind of a job so i completely agree and and it is an area unfortunately that in smaller companies doesn't get the due because it's sort of out of sight out of mind mm-hmm. if you don't see the dysfunction and many times the ceos don't Right? It's getting a little bit hidden from them, especially with 50, 75 employees, but the employees live it. Mm -hmm. And so to come in and be, you know, I have a a client who's a a hotelier and he he likes the CEO peer groups because he says it's sort of like I'll walk by in my hotel, a blade of grass or some weeds that are in front of my, and I won't even see it anymore. But by coming and getting a fresh set of eyes through the peer group, we help him see things that he misses. I would think your fresh set of eyes inside of your clients help them to see things that they don't even recognize because they've kind of accepted it as being just how they run.
2: Right, right. And it comes from years and years of seeing the inside of numerous different companies and talking to employees. When you're in that role in a company, you are the revolving door. And I hear and I know and have heard for years what makes people tick and what makes people productive and happy and like I said and I've also sat in the the executive conference room making the tough business decisions and right. so I think the balance of those two is a real advantage.
1: My sense is too maybe I'm mistaken, but as an outside person people might feel a little more comfortable speaking their mind with you versus if it was in as a part of the organization. You know, sometimes sometimes we look at it's at human resources as really working for many management, you Mm -hmm. know, but if you're an outside person, I, I think there's a little more opportunity to be candid. And, and to be able to hear real thoughts from the employees.
2: Absolutely. And uh, another thing that we do for organizations is we do the exit interview process. And we keep that process with a lot of a high degree of integrity. In other words, we don't go back to them and say, you know, Joe Smith said this, this, and you this. You suck. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but we watch that for them, and we identify trends and themes and go back and report on that. And, in fact, I've put together a 30-minute uh, Free lecture that I give to CEO oh, groups, okay. and uh, and uh, there's actually two that that we do. One is um, is called "What You Don't Know Can Hurt You," sure can. and that's really more on the compliance side. And uh, we share the top five. Uh, risk areas for small to mid-sized companies, and the other is called all in, and it's really about the psychology of people and knowing if your people are all in. And it's built on, and I share years worth of exit interviews and the revolving door of what I've heard from people. You can't make this stuff up,
3: right?
1: It's too too rich, yeah. exactly. And, and I think the number one point of differentiation for these lower middle market companies is to have an engaged workforce. It's the hardest thing for a competitor to copy. And it, people should spend more time on it. Cheryl, if someone would like to learn more about you and your
2: firm, how do they find you online? They can find us at uh, www.humancapitalpartners.net. And the phone number is 949-444-2350.
1: Give that to us again.
2: 949 444 2350 and humancapitalpartners.net.
1: Well, this has been fun. Thank you for spending this time with us and sharing a little bit about what you know in your area of expertise. It's an important part of being, running a successful company. Thanks for being a friend of the program and welcome to the Critical Mass community.
2: Thank you so much. It's been a privilege.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to us live today, don't go anywhere. Clearly, if you're listening to us a the podcast, you want to stay around as well because we're about to have the drawing for the iPad mini. For those past guests who have taken our radio show and put them on the website, you've been entered in a drawing, and we're going to have Amanda come in, and we're going to talk about that and select the winner in just a few minutes so you want to stay around to see if maybe you have an iPad mini coming your way. Stay tuned after these words from our our commercial sponsors.
4: There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University, move up.
0: We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products.
1: Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. And uh, this is an exciting part of the program. This is something we have not done before, but this is definitely something we're planning on doing on a regular basis moving forward. What is it that you ask? Well, uh, one of our newest members of the team, Amanda Pointer. Amanda say hi. Hello. Is, is here in the studio. Amanda is uh, the newest as I said member of our team. She's assistant producer. Many of you listening to the show who've been past guests within the past few months have had the privilege and opportunity of, of speaking with her and having her help you to uh, get your show put on the website. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing on behalf of Critical Mass Radio Show Amanda.
6: Yes well I am here to kind of engage with the guests and Help foster those relationships, because we're all about relationships here, right, Rick?
1: Right, absolutely. We know that it's important uh, for the guests to put the player, the audio player, on their website so that members of their business community can listen to the interview that they did on Critical Mass Radio Show. We have found that some of the most listened-to shows over the years have been those shows where the guests have made it prominent and easy for their community to find the archive of the radio show. Absolutely. And, And what are you finding in talking with past future current past future guests about putting the player on the uh, website Uh, is it easy for them to do or uh, what have you found
6: yes it's it's easy just we have a link that we share um and they all they have to do is click and share it and i find that most people are really excited to do that
1: right do they listen to their show do you get a sense that they've actually spent the time to hear how they sounded on the show
6: i think so yeah I, i mean Absolutely, because it's a unique window okay. for their network to see what they're about, and I think they're excited to get that sense of how they are making their business come across.
1: So, so one audience. of the reasons why we decided to add Amanda, well, we had decided to add a person as assistant producer working with Crystal Nunley here on the show, and we ultimately decided Amanda was clearly head and shoulders the best candidate for that uh, uh-huh. position, was because we were um, continuously a little bit surprised that not, all, not every guest, On the radio show had taken the time to place the player on their website and to put it in their social media and to do the things that would be, from a marketing and business development perspective, a good idea.
6: Right. There seems to be a disparity between their excitement about it and then them actually doing it. Right. So we're trying to just get them excited to actually follow through with it and actually make it easier for them. Provide a little bit more okay. steps. So yeah. justify
1: your job. Um, <laughs> ha- has has your presence made any difference in the uh, level of people that have put the player on their website?
6: I am happy to say yes. Okay. Very much. So August, we've quadrupled our number of shares. Wow. Since July, so. Okay. In my short time here, I think that I'm doing something. Right. Doing something. Right. So
1: so you <laughs> you've quadrupled the number of shares. Number of shares. Which right. means people that are doing what?
6: people that are guests that are receiving the link to their interview okay. um are they're sharing it on their social media pages so their facebook linkedin um sometimes even on their their websites for their companies if okay. they have a blog or a press tag that's an excellent place to share on their own website right and um, some people are doing that as well and i think it's the win-win situation for all of us right
1: so do you think that the um Since we've reached record highs in downloads for the past two months, we're exceeding 16,000 downloads. Do you want to take any credit for the fact that we're reaching record levels of downloads (laughs) since you've come on as a member of our team? Is that right? Yes.
6: Amazing. Um, I think I will take the credit along with the team. Yes. We all do it. Uh, I'm just following your lead. You're amazing.
1: Do you see why she was such the obvious (laughs) choice? Okay, so you have a... uh, a basket there, here in the studio, and explain yes. to us what's in it. How people? Why? Wh- how did you? How did you select those names? Tell us the. Tell us the yes. rules for the contest. The
6: criteria. Yeah. The, <laughs> well, I basically we just want to say thank you to those of you who have shared your interview on your website, your Facebook, your LinkedIn. So it's simple to check. I just want to see how the relationship is building and who's excited and if. Um, If you shared your interview on Facebook or LinkedIn or your website, I will enter your name into a monthly drawing. Okay. And it's as simple as that.
1: So how far back did you go to get the names that are in that basket?
6: I went all the way through August and July and some of June.
1: Okay. So guests that have been on the show for the past 90 days or so are qualified to enter. Right. And you verified that they've actually done a share, which allowed them to be there in the box. And so now what we're going to do, and by the way, we're giving away an iPad mini. It is uh, brand new, unopened, in the box, and we will pull the name. Amanda will pull the name out of the hat here in a minute, and we will put in the mail. We will contact you, right? Right. Announce that you're a winner. We'll make sure that our community knows that you won that because of the good behavior that you've exhibited as a partner on the (laughs) radio show here, and then we will make sure that we get it in the mail. To, Absolutely, to you as soon as possible, right?
6: Very much. It's okay. exciting.
1: So this is an exciting moment for us here, and we're planning a drawing, as Amanda said. Every month, I won't tell you that it's going to be you know, I've had many, Every mm-hmm. month, it's going to be something of value that's worth winning, and it's just for us not to bribe you. Although if it works, okay, we're really doing <laughs> it to say thank you for right. for being a, a valued part of our community. So does do we have a drum roll or anything? <laughs> uh, any any? Uh, hold on, uh, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking uh, here
4: quickly. Uh, uh, Oh, baby, this is
1: exciting oh, stuff. The tension is building. And I just want to say, we have a YouTube channel, and on that YouTube channel, you can actually verify what we're doing. That there's no trickery here. There is a <laughs> box. She's Amanda. I'm Rick. Hi, we're waving to the camera. Okay,
4: the crowd's excited.
6: Although it's not a oh. hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's exciting. Oh. You got to work on your special effects. They're disappointed there. that they weren't didn't get it in in this uh, time. Oh, right. We good. need more tears and stuff. Paul. So Paul needs to work a little bit on his set special effects at the studio. All right, Amanda. I think the time we we've done enough right. of this. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and pick the winner for the first drawing on Critical Mass Radio Show.
6: Alright, I'm on the edge of my seat. Great, let me get Literally. there. Let me yeah. get there. Okay, yeah. now I am. All right, who's it going to be? Do you want to read the name? Not am I going to do the honors? Yes,
1: I would like you to. You did all the work.
6: Oh wow, our most recent guest. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Mike. Mike Manugian. Oh wow, Manugian. He was, he was Manoogian. Just on the show yesterday. yesterday. Boy, wow. 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 Let's Yay. hear it for Mike Manugian. Mike Manugian owner of Michael Manougian logo design.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he yeah. was just a, a guest on the radio show yesterday. So there wow. you go, Michael Manougian, and uh, I would assume as a as a graphics designer, an iPad would be something that he would be interested yeah. in. Right. So Absolutely. we'll have to. We'll how be, do I get an iPad? I want to know how do people get into this again. Yeah, that's right. The rules are: you can't be an employee of OC Talk Radio, oh. though, and, nor can you be the owner of the station. You can't work with or be affiliated. I'll put your with, name in, Paul. Yeah, no. With Critical Mass <laughs> Radio Show. You will be moving forward from this point. Moving forward. It'll Right. be in the month. So
4: you're rewarding people for what they should do just anyway. Can he just can't
1: help himself, can't he? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, in a matter of speaking, we're saying thank you to the members of our community who are actually an active participants in the community. Right. We, we think the radio show is worth listening to by everybody who's running middle market companies and anything that our guests can do to extend our reach, we truly appreciate them doing that. And think yes. about it,
4: when they put this on their website, they're not only promoting That's themselves the and you, but they're also promoting themselves and they're promoting what they're doing and they're promoting this community that's growing around your radio show here. Exactly.
6: Yeah,
1: that's that's the usually unspoken engineer of the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I not Anytime we go off script, he can't help himself. It, it gives him a license to turn his mic on and make it hot. <laughs> but that's anyway, true. it's all about Amanda Pointer because she's doing all the work along with Crystal Nunley. Yes,
6: right? she's I, amazing. I,
1: she is? Yep. I, th- I find her difficult to work with.
6: <laughs> that's um, only because she's I not won't here. tell anyone <laughs> you said
1: that. <laughs> yeah, it's out on the air. And, and she doesn't listen to the shows anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just Aww. kidding. She listens to every show. Believe me, i know that for a fact so uh she's going back east for a vacation so that's why she's not in the studio today but amanda thank you for making a difference fourfold difference in oh. the times you've been with us now you've set the expectations that you're going to only do that well or more with the future radio show guests. so uh i'm glad you've put this program together and thank you for being in the studio with us today
6: it's my pleasure rick thank you for having me all right the team
1: all right ladies and gentlemen i'm going to say that this is probably going to do it for this show on critical mass radio show it's our last show of the week here uh next week i'll be out on on a business trip and so we're going to have a guest host here on the radio program Uh, and i think that'll be we have wonderful guests lined up so please stay tuned if you listen live on oc talk radio next week should be a fun week as well this show is brought to you by our advertisers brandman university center club commercial bank of california decision toolbox mbn design smart business magazine snh rubber succession strategies tone software and UPS protection. I'd like to thank the entire team that's here. We have uh, Rose Jimara sitting here. She's our VP of Sales. Amanda Pointer, who just uh, did that, is, uh, did the drawing is our uh, associate assistant producer. Crystal Nunley is our producer. Guest coordinator Kathleen Shepard. Asia Celestino is our marketing strategist. Melissa Patani does our social media. And I'm your host, Rick Francie. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show, or maybe you want to refer a guest, or you're probably ready to advertise now, it's okay to call Rose because <laughs> the show's about to end. Until the next. next. Next time we have a chance to talk, this is your host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.
0: You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.